0: everybody welcome back to the unfounded podcast my name is christopher turner and i am your host um thank you for joining me here again uh for those of you that joined me in last episode apologies for the technical difficulties on the video aspect of it at least i think maybe one person saw the uh (laughs) the youtube live stream it did go up on youtube but facebook didn't work for some reason so anyway this time you're gonna get a video on spotify um because i'm gonna record it but uh I'm not going to live stream it this time. I'm trying to do one thing at a time so I don't bite off more than I can chew and have a bunch of technical difficulties like I did last time. So let's uh, hope that that doesn't happen again. And um, anyway, welcome back. Um, I'm really excited to have the video aspect of the podcast here. And uh, we're going to be focusing on some interesting topics today, Um, one of them being creativity, self-expression. Um... Things that I've been getting, I was kind of doing a very brief meditation before I came on here, kind of seeing, checking in, seeing what we all need to hear, and that was the biggest thing that came through, was that um, creativity, self-expression, kind of in that last episode, the energy of summer and bringing your projects into fruition, right, bringing it out into the light of day, all of these things are being very important right now, so I can still feel that energy, excuse me, around us, so... That being said, um, I do kind of want to roll right into it, um, as you can see behind me now, or you should actually be able to see behind me now, I have a bunch of my uh, like tarot cards and things like that, little spiritual things, trinkets and stuff that I use here. Um, today I'm, I'm going to um, go a little bit off the book, <laughs> literally, and uh, not do a Buddha saying. So I'm going to do a quote from um, one of my favorite artists and we'll go, we'll go from there because I think it's going to be more of an artistic show today. I hope to show you guys a couple things that I've made um, here if we have time maybe um, or maybe even play a little bit. You can see kind of behind me there, boom, right there, right right next to the trash can. Probably should have moved that. Anyway, <laughs> um, right next to the trash can you can see there's a, uh, a piano there and I have a couple songs that I might uh, show you that I've worked on for one for a very long time and a couple other ones that I've just been messing around with. But we'll see. We'll see if we have time. All um, oh, point being, I'm kind of trying to demonstrate the creativity and self-expression I'm talking about in the episode for you. So um, let's get right into it. I kind of want to set the tone, like I said today, with a um, quote instead of just a, you know, page from the Buddha book. We can probably still do one if, you, if I feel drawn to it. But let's go to the quote first. Um so and also I have one of the reasons that you didn't see um the episode the video episode on Spotify is because uh I, I didn't have a lot of things set up right so the the video just didn't come out right that's we'll just leave it there let's not waste any time on it I guess So here's a quote I have for you today it's uh by Salvador Dalí actually um many of you may have are already probably familiar with him he's a very popular artist um <clears throat> kind of a very controversial artist too uh he had a very um controversial life um he was very outspoken um very uh kind of what's the right word uh i don't know um he was he was a unique person he was an individual if we're speaking about individuals he was definitely an individual so um salvador Dali has a very unique perspective that i've uh a a couple different times throughout the uh podcast um Found his his quotes to be really kind of eye opening and kind of uh, entrances into the um, into Wonderland kind of. So if you're if you're interesting about going down the rabbit hole, uh, you know, look into Salvador Dali and some of his paintings, and we can do a little bit of that here today too. I'll look some up after we do the quote here. Um, <clears throat> so uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Salvador Dali. This is a quote by Salvador Dali, and I thought this was really interesting. This is one that just popped out to me. It goes, "What is a television apparatus to man?" Who has only to shut his eyes to see the most inaccessible regions of the seen and the never seen? Who has only to imagine in order to pierce through walls and cause all the planetary Baghdads of his dreams to rise from the dust? So, he's he's a a poet too, right? Like, obviously, um, the way he puts words together is very beautiful, similar to the way he paints. Um, but in this quote, I find he's he's kind of again he's he's peering deeply into the human psyche, and he's he's describing something similar to what he does in paintings, um, but he's using he's using words this time. And what is a television apparatus to man, right? What is television, but kind of um, a visualization machine, right? Um, and he's kind of saying similar to similar thing to what I was saying last week, just focusing on a different form of technology, more one that was more relevant to his time. You know, TV was just coming around when Salvador Dali was in the prime of his life. And so um, television was an apparatus, right, to uh, to kind of, I don't know, what's the right word, um, peer into the human psyche, similar to the way that uh, the um, Internet has done for us in the 21st century. And I think that um, with Salvador Dali's trying to describe there is that we already have kind of the capability of seeing far off lands and worlds and crazy technologies and magic and everything you kind of your heart can desire right here it's 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 built into us you know uh we're we're hyper creative beings Uh, and you only have to look at one of salvador dali's paintings to really see that you know we can do that here real quick and i'll see if I can pull something up for you. But, um, you know, Salvador Dali, we'll pull up just like a a Google, um, search of him. And for those of you that are listening, um, again, I'd recommend downloading Spotify. You can watch the video version of the podcast there, but I'll do my best to describe it to you as well. This is one that I've described before this painting right here. It's very interesting. Um, it's one of my favorites by him. I don't remember what it's called, Exactly, um, but it, it's it's a painting of kind of like this weird landscape, this odd like dystopian landscape with just really out of place looking objects. You know, each object in a Salvador Dali painting you have to like stare at for a second and, and contemplate why it is the way it is, you know, or what it is uh, to begin with. Period. There's just there's just, I mean, it's really really abstract in certain ways, you know, and and very very um. It feels like you're on a DMT trip looking at one of his paintings, right? And I think what he's saying in this quote that we have here is that this kind of creativity came from his head. You know, this guy's head right here. <laughs> look, at that, look at that picture. Look at him. Look at his eyes. For those of you that are listening, there's this picture of Salvador Dali with this really, really crazy, like maniacal mustache and look on his face. Uh, and a, a person that you could, you know, it's one of those pictures where you would... Immediately recognize it as only him. You can't confuse him as anybody else. Uh, that uniqueness uh, is like hyper-attractive. It's what makes people famous in a way. It's what it's what makes people um, influential. You know, is their individuality, their unique perspective. And Salvador Dali has a very hyper-unique perspective. And it's through his creativity that he's developed this hyper-unique perspective, this individuality that kind of people fall in love with you know and that's you can see why when you look at these paintings here right um we could spend all day trying to pull it apart that's not really the point um even though it's enjoyable uh the point is kind of to to tap into the abilities you have internally you know um you have kind of this i don't know what the best way to describe it would be like uh well you have a television you have the internet in your head <laughs> right you have the ability to tap into all of this ancient knowledge you have the ability to um, kind of imagine anything you can think of I mean just sit, just sit there and think of that for a second you don't have to um, you don't need a television to show you uh, like I said some kind of crazy concept or some crazy idea you can visualize it you can see it in your head if you want to maybe you're not as visual of a person then I, I would you know you can you can but you can develop it. You know, you can, you can, I think it's, it's a development of what we'd call the third eye or seeing um, kind of the higher realms. It's a similar type of sight that you, you you experience when you're asleep. You know what I mean? You're still seeing there, but you're not looking through your eyes, right? So it's that kind of feeling of seeing. Um, but there's this imagination and this kind of sight that comes through the development of creativity and it's attached to the psychic gifts, right? It's attached to the the, the human intranet, you know? And I think that that's why creativity is important to talk about. Um, I don't <clears throat> want to ignore the uh, tarot today. I do want to do a, at least a couple card pulls in the tarot. Um, maybe even one from the Buddha book as well. I'm, I'm feeling drawn to it right away. So I'm going to do a uh, intuitive pull real quick here, guys, for the Buddha book real quick. Okay, well that was very quick uh, we pulled the page 286 for those of you that are watching I'm gonna to try to show you this again here we go page 286 and I hope it's not it's probably gonna be reversed on the camera so that's gonna make it a little confusing so probably that's fairly useless all right so we'll go ahead and uh, just read it for to you on page 286 we have there are four bases of sympathy what for charity kind speech doing good and treating all alike says there are four bases of sympathy what for you ask clarity sorry excuse me charity kind speech doing good and treating all alike it's on page 286 so that's an interesting one i don't really necessarily see a direct correlation um to the creativity we're speaking of but i bet you we could find one if we try to pull it apart here you know um you know, there's a well a connection, right? Sympathy is connection in a certain way. When you when you show sympathy for somebody, you're showing them love, right? And love is a certain type of uh, divine expression. Um, uh, people people demonstrate love through creativity all the time. So there is a connection there. It's just not necessarily direct. Um, but it's important, I think, maybe to develop these. Uh, bases it's describing here these bases of sympathy the charity kind of speech doing good and treating all alike because it develops uh, this concept that i was speaking of right there of, of unity of 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 oneness of kind of interconnectedness uh the human intranet right so um it's a kind of a religious description of that i think um let's go to the next page uh what is this page this page is not numbered So it would be, I guess it'd be 287 if 286 was right before it. Let's, let's hope. (laughs) Um, And uh, it goes, and lovers of the home who hold faith in these four truths, Dharma, firmness, gift. Wait, hold on. Let me start that one, one more time. And lovers of the home who hold in faith these four truth, Dharma, firmness, gift. Hence, gone shall grieve no more. Again, it goes, and lovers of the home, who hold in faith these four: truth, dharma, firmness, and gift. Hence, gone shall grieve no more. Um, so that's a hard one. Just like lang- from a language perspective, from an, from a kind of a vocabulary perspective, it's hard to pull apart. Um, but again, I can. I think we can kind of. There's four here, right? What is this? Uh, what for and then this is faith these four here on both pages um, the first page says charity kind speech doing good and treating all alike and the second page says truth Dharma firmness and gift and so I wonder if these are speaking of similar qualities right just in different ways um, but these are all necessary qualities for one to kind of be able to express oneself fully and truthfully you know, um, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of copycatting that goes on in the world, you know. Um, oh, my apologies for those of you that don't uh, know this. This book is uh, "The Sayings of the Buddha: Reflections for Every Day" by William Ray. Um, so that'll be in the show notes if you want to look that up. Um, but there's a lot of people that that that, that um, kind of try to try to imitate. You know, especially in the modern world, there's this imitation game that goes on. Um, I see it. Uh, a lot on social media and kind of just in television and everywhere everybody, wanna look, everybody wants to look the same everybody kind of dresses the same everybody says the same things everybody eats the same foods Chipotle is a good example of that <laughs> everybody likes to go eat at Chipotle you know these kind of things these trends the trends themselves um, it's a herd mentality that's the way that Nietzsche would describe it but um, it's a certain way that people are predictable and not that it's bad in- inherently if you just like to eat Chipotle right or maybe if you fall into these certain trends parts of these trends there's nothing wrong with that um but where uh people fall into trouble uh, and we can all fall into trouble is when we align totally or completely with what we would call the social archetype of of you know the righteous or right person right if you try to make yourself into this idea of what society thinks is a good person you're always going to fall short uh and you'll kind of sell yourself short you'll you'll kill your own individual creativity right um which is a really it's a, it's, a, it's a sin against yourself it's a sin in, in the truest sense you know it's, it's something you don't want to do because you'll experience a deep type of pain that's hard to, hard to hard to understand and harder to, harder to heal you know so um, there's a necessity for us to cultivate our individual creativity uh, uh, and these kind of truths uh, are the ways that we can that, that lead us there right um, I don't know why specifically, but there is a necessity for truth in this process for uh, when you're talking about creativity and uncovering yourself. Um, There's not, there has never been an artist that's been, you know, that's got done anything original, you know, any original artist that hasn't had to be like kind of um, almost in a harsh, uh, 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 radically truthful in the way that they express themselves. And oftentimes these artists were, um, kind of not appreciated in their time fully because of the way that they're radical. Um, p- certain people come to mind like, um, you know, Leonardo da Vinci specifically, even though he was a very um, gifted artist, I think there was a couple different things that kept him from being really fully recognized when he was uh, alive. One of them being, I think he was, if I'm not mistaken, homosexual or, uh, believed to be homosexual. There was a couple other things, um, that there was, uh, uh, they came out about leonardo da vinci he had a lot of you know obviously radical ideas he had all these inventions so he's i think he was accused of witchcraft at other times and alchemy and things like that so a lot of the people are misunderstood in their time you know especially ones that speak radical truth you know but then we look back uh hundreds of years in the future and we see the this like um there's this obviousness to them and this this weird way in which we kind of look at everybody else that ignored them as like absolute and complete idiots (laughs) you know what i mean um and so there's there's like a necessity for us to be open-minded to be truthful to be honest uh with ourselves so that we don't end up in that kind of uh we don't fall prey to that we don't end up being one of the um kind of uh, what's the word ignorant ones you know one of the herd uh unfortunately the way that you i think you can test yourself against that is by kind of seeing how closely you align with the social archetype you know uh if you had to like write it down like sit down and write down like everything that you think would be perfect in this you know society would objectively say it was perfect which is not there's not really an objective thing that everybody thinks but you get the point you do your best and then see what how closely you align to that you know or how badly you want to be that I don't know how constructive it should be. You know, be careful with this exercise, guys, because I, I, you should always have self-love. Don't compare yourself to anything else. But I'm saying if you're trying to understand the concept more, this is something like an exercise you could practice, right? Um, is like trying to see like kind of how much you try to become that archetype. Uh, because there is going to be always overlaps. There's going to be things that you enjoy, that society enjoys as well, that society raises up and is, is popular. But there's also going to be things that you don't necessarily enjoy, but that because society enjoys it, you're going to tell yourself you do. And it can get very, very, very hard to tell the difference, especially over a long period of time, right? So um, there's a social influence uh, that also kills creativity, you know? Um, that's why there's, like, certain people, like, like, well, like uh, I guess... The best example that I would know of and I'm not super familiar with you know the fashion industry But from what I understand Rihanna is really an influence and you know influential in the fashion industry, right? And so it'd be something like what makes Rihanna different than everybody else in terms of fashion, right? Um, what makes her forward-thinking and what makes people look to her uh, in terms of you know setting the trend? Uh, in, in in pop fashion, right? So like there's this um in pop culture period, right? So there's this uh, uh very unique individuality that you know Rihanna, for example, possesses that people see and want to embody and um, copy, but nobody does it like Rihanna does it, right? Nobody can be Rihanna like Rihanna, like literally. And so there's this there's this weird game in which everybody has their own version of Rihanna. You know, everybody. Have, <laughs> I think it's funny that I used Rihanna as an example. People are probably thinking, like, are you trying to be a Rihanna, dude? <laughs> Sure. Why not? I mean, she's got the life, right? <laughs> no. Um, but I do like, I, 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 do respect these individuals, these people that are hyper creative because they've made it there because of this, you know, far too often there, you know, people in the world are become haters because they get bitter at their lot in life and they, they look at celebrities. I've done this. I'm guilty of this myself. I'm not, I'm not trying to call anybody individually out. You know, I can take myself for example. I oftentimes would get bitter at certain celebrities. Not necessarily bitter, but there's this weird jealousy, like quiet jealousy when you'd watch a movie or something like that, like, where you resonate with somebody really deeply and then you have this, at first, like, wow, I really like this character, I really like this actor, but then you also get this weird way in which you're like, oh, wow, I wish, I'm all like that. Like, why am, why aren't I why aren't I acting like why aren't I doing this like why aren't I whatever you know whatever your version of it is it doesn't have to be acting but it could be like maybe you're a public speaker or maybe you're a really good fisher like you know fisherman. maybe you're a, a fantastic basketball player Like whatever your version of it is right um, musician is usually what my version of it is and so um, I think there's an importance to uh, listen to that voice um, when you're experiencing it you know um, it's, it's really important uh, because you, it's it's something inside of you calling out, like that, that those those, those insec- insecurities or things inside of you telling you, leading you, you know, towards your truth. It's like people often ask uh, when they're lost or when they feel frustrated, you know, where where they can't find joy in things. You know, like, you know, what what do I enjoy? And it's like, well, the the tricky part of it is figuring out what you enjoy if you've lost it for long enough. Requires you going down kind of a path of insecurity internally to finding it again. So what I mean by that is like you look in the people in the world that make you insecure Look at what they're doing and then ask yourself why that makes you insecure Right What you'll find is there's something inside of you it's it's related to your inner child You know, it's going to be the shadow aspect of you uh, Probably at that point if you're feeling this way you're jealous and you know These kind of ways net negative low vibrating whatever it is towards another individual like there's gonna be some aspect of your shadow there that's being triggered and it's usually related to some part of your inner child that is you know very very upset um, and so when people when you see somebody that's jealous when you see that that's sp- very really really specific look on people's face you know I, I don't know exactly how to do it for you but it's like a they, they, they'll they they'll, they'll pinch their face up and then they'll kind of glare I'm looking at the camera I'm trying to see if I'm doing right they'll, They they kind of glare at people. Um, something like that and and there's this weird way It's many cultures they call it the evil eye I mean this is a good example of what the evil eye looks like in people but um, it's very it's when people are low in a low vibration and they're kind of looking at somebody else and wishing that they they could switch places or there's certain characteristics they could take from that person or whatever it is and it's a really 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 negative place to find yourself because it can produce a lot of much more negative emotions Um, if you'd like to um, kind of see how these negative uh, the passions or these negative um, you know, sins, you could call it if you want to follow in the Western uh, tradition, um, how they interrelate. You can go back in the podcast and look up the seven deadly sins episodes. I believe uh, you just have to scroll through the episodes and find the ones where they start to list off the seven deadly sins. There's you know, um, gluttony, wrath um lust the, you can go through all seven of them right um listen to those because those ones you'll see that there's this weird way in which like lust and envy interrelate and end up leading towards pride um if i remember right um with pride kind of being if i remember right the worst one because it kind of leads you to do all of the other ones or like pride being the start of it you know um Anyway, you'll find you'll find it if, if you're interested enough. Um, the, the point being is that the, we, we have to um, you know uh, go in this internal journey of looking at our shadow and looking for the things that make us very uncomfortable in order to kind of find the parts of ourselves that are hyper creative and, and, and the places that we've lost joy if we want to find joy again and it's really an unpleasant message at first but it is the truth you know. Um, because, like, as you start to go through these things, uh, as you start to go through these old memories, these traumas, or whatever they may be, um, you'll find that there's this part of you that wants to express that feeling that you've had pent up, whatever it relates to, you know, whatever your version of it is. And that feeling of wanting to express yourself, that fire, that passion that you feel in those moments when you're down is exactly what you need. You know, it relates to the episode, um, yes, uh, a couple of days ago. About grace, right? Um, it's in those moments, you know, when you're really down and you're really out, when you're gonna, you, you're you're ready and open to receiving, if you're perceiving it right, if you're per- approaching the situation right, um, that's when you have the opportunity to receive blessing, like true blessing in your life. where you really feel it. If you want proof that there's something bigger than yourself, when you're in a pit. You'll, you'll get your proof if you're looking for it. You know, there, but there is a big caveat to that. You don't get something that you can't see or you're not expecting or you don't believe is real. It relates to what Salvador Dali was talking about here. You know, um, look at the, what, it, what is a television apparatus to man who has only to shut his eyes to see the most inaccessible regions of the scene and the never seen who is only to imagine in order to pierce through walls and cause all the planetary Baghdads of his dreams to rise from the dust. Anything that you dream about, anything you see in your head, you can, it is real, right? Uh, You know, this is true. You just have to look into your own experience, kind of, and you have to look at it a different way, right? Like what, um, you, you are, let's let it rest there for a second. I'm going to pull a card because I think I'm getting too into it too quickly. We're already 26 minutes in here. Right guys. Um, but I believe that there's this, there's this necessity for that internal search. Right. And so let's pull a couple cards. I'm going to do, um, more of a traditional kind of, uh, what I would do for myself for you guys here. So, um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna shuffle the deck. I have a traditional Rider-Waite deck here. Um, And I'm gonna use this, and then I'm gonna pull a um, Angels and Oracle, uh, Angels and Ancestors oracle deck, or card as well. So there's gonna be a little more tarot in today. In today's episode, because I mean, you know, it's the first video episode, and I feel like it's a good, good one to be able to do that in. So, um, what I'm going to do though is I'm going to do a spread of four different cards. The first card is going to represent you, your energy, uh, the person that's listening to this right now, the general collective, obviously, but you as the person listening to this right now. It's going to represent your energy, whatever energy you're in right now. The second card I pull is going to represent the situation that you're in, right? What the energy of the situation you're in. The third card is going to represent kind of, um, the way I like to look at it is like the energy to overcome or the energy. It could also be the energy that's helping you, but usually I like to look at it as like the energy to overcome, um, the obstacle in your way, uh, in that day, in that period of time, whatever we're reading for, for you. Right. So, uh, and then the last card is usually an advice card. Uh, so it would be any additional advice that you may need to kind of, um, Achieving the highest outcome um, to being in the best energy the most receptive energy uh, to being uh, Aligned with yourself Fully right, so that's the that's the whole purpose of this. So let's let's give it a shot. Let's see how it works Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull the first card. I'll do them all individually. I'm shuffling right now for those of you that can't see I uh, I just kind of shuffle intuitively until I feel like it's good to go But I promise you, I'm not doing anything tricky back here. No sleeves, right? Look at that. (laughs) So, all right, let's give it a shot. I think that's good. I'm just gonna cut the deck. This is you. All right, so. You, we have the Four of Pentacles, and I'm going to go ahead and read this from the uh, book here real quick. And we can also do some because you guys have the computer here. We can do, we can look it up online. We can read online. We can do a lot of, we have a lot of resources, right? So the Four of Pentacles here, you can see in the picture. This is a traditional tarot deck, guys. This is the Rider-Waite. So this is going to be, um, this is what most people, most people learn on. Um, but you see four pentacles, this person here holding four pentacles. The pentacles usually refers to kind of like the physical world or your physical world. Um, it can refer, it refer to your finances, obviously with the coin look to the pentacles. Um, your material material wealth, uh, your well-being, your financial well-being, those kind of things. So, um, And then you see in the picture this gentleman uh, sitting on what appears to be kind of like a throne, but it's not really um, big enough to be a throne, it's just like a ledge. It looks like a side of Uh, a building or something and it's he's clutching one of the pentacles one pentacle sitting on his head and he has both feet on the other pentacles so if i was just to read this visually going off of it visually it would say that you right now are kind of feeling um maybe that uh uh, you've put in a little work um you've been working diligently for a little while maybe um and you are financially um feeling uh not stable necessarily uh but you're feeling uh, actually kind of the opposite like you need to hold on to something right um like uh, uh maybe your career um, Is it necessarily exactly where you want it and you feel maybe a little threatened in it or maybe that uh, Maybe finances aren't exactly where you want them to be right now and you need to uh, put a little bit more focus on that um, But you're feeling a little bit of fear a little afraid, right? That's the, the energy that I'm getting uh, initially off of this card here guys. So let's see what the book says um, You have a couple different colors here too, um, Purple and red may be significant. So it looks like but it looks like the purple. Um, the purple is kind of uh overwhelming the red you know covering up the red so red usually represents like passion and things like that right so and creativity um sexuality it can represent as well so um and the purple usually represents from what i understand like divinity that's usually how i uh, how i a royalty um that's usually how i um view it and i believe it represents the crown or third eye chakra i'd have to double check here let's look let's look to see what that represents here um the chakras images so the purple is the third eye chakra and it represents psychic abilities and imagination right it's the third eye that's on the uh, picture of the show you know uh in the show here so here let me show you guys what i got here sorry um but you can see here uh, that the third eye is represented by purple, and that the root chakra is represented by red, and the sacral chakra by orange. So these, uh, this root chakra right here would be the ins- it represented by instinct, survival, and a sense of security. It's the things that ground you, right? Uh, the sacral chakra represents emotion, energy, and creativity. So um, what I would, what I would, what I would say is that this uh, your your sense of um you may be a little bit ungrounded right now that your sense of security may be threatened a little bit obviously because you you're holding on to that pentacle um so it's uh something surrounding that that you're 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 feeling like you might need to be a little bit more frugal uh maybe in the future let's let's pull one more card here let's see uh what your situation has for us oh interesting so we've had this card before guys oh okay okay all right so i'm getting a little bit of a getting something here guys so i got our our second and our third card here as well Um, we're gonna wait for the last card for the advice card so we have two of our cards here uh we have our um for your situation card um let's see we have a uh, four of cups for you and we've had this card before these are really these are really pretty cards for those of you that are watching I, i really recommend that you like i said download the spotify app and watch the video version because um, you can see a lot of detail in these cards. There's a lot of color um, in the Rider-Wake deck that I'm using today. And in the deck that I've used before, we've gotten Four of Cups, uh, the Angel deck. And what it represents usually is somebody that's not really seeing um, something, uh, something that's being offered to them. Um, it usually represents a situation in which there's a lot to be grateful for. Usually emotionally, cups represents the emotions or your emotional world. So um, you can see in this card, there's this cloud, right? Um, that's offering or reaching out a cup to this, this gentleman that's sitting under a tree. And he's staring at uh, three other cups, but not looking at the fourth one, right? Uh, not representing. And he looks upset looking at the three cups. Like, I only have three cups. You know, I should have more cups. I should have way closer to 10 cups, but I only have three And uh, he actually has four cups, but he's only recognizing three of them. That's the point, right? So this is your situation. You're in a situation where you may be feeling uh, like you're, uh, you know, emotionally just, it's not doing it for you. You know, whatever situation you're in, you're not feeling fulfilled. You're not feeling like um, this is going to be, it's not everything that you expected or you're not where you thought you should be at this point. Uh, And there's a sense of missing and Uh, missing something though like you're you're not appreciating something that you do have right now Um, and it the the cloud represents like air right like the and that usually represents thoughts so i would i would represent i I would or your mind so it, it feels like it might be related to something that's going on in your mental world it might be related to this right let's put if we put both of these together if you right now are in a four of pentacles energy and then Your situation is the Four of Cups. There's two fours here. That's important, 44, right? We'll have to look that up, see what that means. Um, But four usually represents something like stability. I believe the home. um, If you flip a four upside down, it looks like a chair, right? So uh, it's something like that, being stable uh, uh, on solid ground. Um, And 44 uh, adds up to eight. So uh, that would represent something like the infinite or the divine. And I see that... You know, there's this cloud here, and that I I see that almost as the infinite or the divine or something trying to connect to your head, or your crown chakra. So there's something you're not perceiving right now. Um, that's a gift. You know, it could be an idea. It could be something that you've worked on. And I believe, if we're going off of the uh, subject of the podcast today, it's probably something to re- related to creativity. You know, if you're listening to this right now, you've probably already thought of what I what it is. You know maybe you, uh, you work a lot or something like that and you just don't have the time to devote to whatever your idea is. Maybe it's a YouTube channel. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's, um, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's, um, spending more time with your kids. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's finally writing that book that you've put off for a long time, whatever it is, it'll pop in your head when you see these cards. Uh, Situation right now that you're presented with is the four of cups. There's something uh, Here that can make you feel a little bit more emotionally fulfilled if you just kind of look up recognize it or uh, Maybe if you take a second and ground yourself because again, there's this look at in both cards. There's red being covered up Red being covered up by another color clothing, right? So I believe like there's other chakras that are out of balance for you. If we're going off of this, it looks like that's kind of a green color in this one. And this is kind of a purple. So we'll go to our chakra chart here and see what uh, see what we got. So green would be your heart chakra, right? And purple would be your third eye. So I, I th- I'm thinking what's happening is maybe you're going through something that is affecting your heart chakra that's making you feel... Um, a little emotionally down um, and making you feel like you have to hold on to your physical world, hold on to what you have physically because it makes you feel like you have a little more security than you uh, are feeling right now, right? Um, If your root chakra is affected, then you're going to feel unstable and both of these images depict someone that is uh, um, feeling unstable. Um, Both They're sitting down. They don't feel like they can stand up in both pictures as well, right? So... Uh, That being said, there might be something um, kind of the pentacles and the cups are both gold, right? They're both yellow and the solar plexus is like a golden yellow. Um, That represents power, control, and freedom to be yourself. So when we talk about creativity and self-expression, we're going to be talking about, I think, kind of using this solar plexus energy and this sacral chakra energy um, maybe to kind of move some of these energies around for you. And uh, what does that mean? Well, it means you, you need to express yourself we need to figure we need to figure out together what what it is that you uh, can do to feel heard to feel excited to feel joy to feel passion to feel whatever it is you know and it kind of can, can feel like a dawning task at times, but there is something there again we kind of already got into it earlier about how to get there uh, you just have to um, you have to focus on the um, Insecurities, oddly enough, it'll lead you there, and it's kind of an unfortunate truth, right? So here, let's go to the third card. The third card we have today is the Nine of Swords. Nine of Swords. Look at this card. Right. Boom. Boom. Whoa. 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 It's hard to It's hard to focus a little bit, guys. Here we go. Um, so the Nine of Swords uh, on this on this card, we have uh, it looks like a gentleman. that has been laying down in bed. Uh, it looks like he's woken up in the middle of the night and appears for maybe a nightmare or person looks upset on the card uh, and there's nine swords kind of crossing behind them above their head and so that to me again it represents a couple of things you know we talked about um, the cloud and that maybe there's something you know with your your third eye represents uh, um, you know it can represent in some ways the dream world or your ability to see into the dream world or astral travel or a um, uh, psychic perception things like this so uh, if you have sword's going through your head in this card, it would represent that this there's some kind of event, there's something mentally that's really putting you uh, in anguish and um, it's causing you maybe some sleepless nights, maybe you're not getting the sleep that you need, uh, maybe that's what's, what's making you feel some of this emotional lack inside that could be affecting your ability to feel stable, right? So um, I, I see this card as, and if this is your hurdle, then this is definitely what we wanna focus on to get um, back in alignment, right? Uh getting back in alignment would would mean um well looking at the dream, not running from it, right so if you're having nightmares, if you're having any kind of anxiety, even if it's not specifically a nightmare, if you're finding yourself laying in bed at night and before you go to bed you're you're having a hard time falling asleep, or if you ever experience this, one of the ways you can get that to go away is to not running is is to not try to uh, avoid whatever is you're afraid of to just kind of. Sit with it and look at it and see what happens, you know, when you allow yourself to be in it for a little bit. What you'll find is there's like a pathway that gets illuminated, you know. Like, it's almost like if you could imagine just being in the dark and then all of a sudden like one torch gets lit and you can see a pathway to follow. You follow each pathway and it's a little scary because there's not a lot of light, but the further you get, the more you recognize you're going somewhere and it's not as hard, you know. It's like a it's kind scary then when you look at the dragon right um at least you know where it is now you know you don't have to wonder you know there's this weird way amount of fear that goes away when you you confront your fears so uh let's let's go for a final card the advice card the advice card ace of wands nice yeah pretty card right um so the wands we've gone over this before too right the wands can represent the passions, right? It can represent the things that you're passionate about, the things that um, make you magic. You know, uh, it can it can represent uh, in many ways your speech, your communication, right? Um, it's uh, the thing that casts your intention into the world. So the ace of wands, you can see this, it's coming out of clouds, it's being handed, it's a big old wand, one of them, being handed out, from, it looks like the air, um, out of a cloud. And it's being presented kind of in the sky above a, a castle and kind of this beautiful uh, setting. And what the Ace of Wands would represent in this case is kind of being delivered um, kind of a new opportunity uh, to to be passionate, right? Uh, to manifest something in the world. Um or kind of driving you or inspiring you to take action to manifest something in the world. You know, um, what is it that you 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 think about when I bring up you know the pa- joy and satisfaction and laughter and these kind of things? What comes into your mind? What, uh, or if nothing is inspired, then. Um, It's better to follow the insecurity. What makes you insecure? What are you afraid of doing? What's been your dream that you've never told anybody? You might find it that way. You know, it just depends on how you hit it from yourself. Um, But uh, there's something that you need to take action on uh, to get some of this energy moving as well. Um, And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go do something overnight, but there's there's an opportunity that's represented in the Ace of Wands, something divine, something being handed by the divine to you here right? Here's an idea. Here's a, here's a, um, opportunity to manifest something that you really would enjoy, right? So that's how I would read these cards just intuitively. Um, and if you're going through, it sounds like you may be going through, or whoever's listening to this right now, might um, be. you're kind of going through something. And, uh, if you are, I'm there with you, you know, I've been going through a lot too, and I've been having a lot of sleepless nights, you know, like I've, had a lot of nightmares and a lot of bad dreams and things that I've had to confront. And I've, I've literally woken up um, multiple different times and just had this heavy feeling, this feeling like I couldn't, like a weight sitting on me, like literally like somebody was sitting on me. And, and and you know, I've been really isolated, so I felt really alone. And in these moments, I, I would sit there and talk, you know, to my guides and my angels. And I'd ask them, I'd be like, you know what, what do i do and usually what i would get back is like just let it rip man cry like that heavy feeling is sadness it's sorrow it's pain Like let it out feel it don't run away from it don't pretend like you're weird for feeling this way you know what i mean you're a human being you feel this way you're supposed to feel it it's no mystery it's not that complicated right um there is something that you're feeling that way about for sure right nine of swords uh don't run away from it you know don't be scared of the things that make you scared (laughs) it's the only thing to fear is fear itself right because it's going to hide your creativity it's going to hide an opportunity from you you know if you focus too much on the things that uh that have been tormenting you you know it's already done it's already in the past there's new opportunities here uh to take advantage of so focus on those you know Um, focus on what's in front of you not what's behind you uh it's a lot brighter there you know you might feel a little beat up like you've you've put a lot of effort into manifesting things into the world you know you have the nine of wands on the bottom and a couple nines too so you have a couple repeating numbers here we have four pentacles four of cups and nine of swords and nine of wands on the bottom of the deck so I'm gonna see what that number is. Let's see, forty-four ninety-nine. I'm just interested. Forty-four ninety-nine. Bear with me folks. Hey, right, some of some of sometimes some of these angel number things can be hard to read. They're like in different languages, and it doesn't really make sense, so. so I, I don't know exactly what it would mean but for the nines represent kind of coming to an endings you know or, or, or coming to an end or, or approaching an end um, but in general there's a lot of energy around you right now like a, a lot of ro- an angelic energy that's trying there's obviously there's there's things that want to help you you know so um, don't ignore them right uh, listen. So, that's what I have for the tarot today, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I think I'm gonna just stick with that for today because the oracle cards. I don't wanna. I don't wanna go too far into it. We can maybe. Oh, uh, maybe we can pull one new stuff. Oh, oh, oh! Knocking stuff over. Hey, hey. Let's pull an oracle card too. Feeling the tarot today. Got my shaman stones here. These are really dope. They come from the Grand Canyon. They're uh, if you can see these. These are. Um, little stones that get polished I believe in the Colorado River if they're from the Grand Canyon that'd probably be a good bet. <laughs> uh, but when you hold on to them there's really really interesting energy. There's a male and a female version that can always come in a set. you can kind of see the difference and you some intuitively pick which one goes in what hand but you hold them in each hand and you can really feel like I feel connected I can channel um, readily when I have them in my hand. you know what I mean so I get the shaman stone uh, naming at least. Anyway, let's pull a Angel, Ancestors, and Oracles, uh, card. Ooh. We have, a uh, Shift, Your Perception. It's the Air Guardian. Let's look at that one. Um, this is like a depiction of a woman. She looks like she, yeah, she's in the air, so she has wings. She looks like an angel, basically. Kind of almost like a, she has a headdress on, looks almost Indian, like Indian headdress. Um. It's green, uh, maybe jade, uh, crystals in it. And she has wings, black wings and long black hair. And She's looking at you fairly seriously. She, you know, she doesn't have a kind of a stoic look on her face. But she says, shine. She says, shift your, per- your perception. So let's see what that says in the book. Shift your perception. This, uh, this might be um, helpful here. We'll see. Hopefully. Hang in there for me, folks. Sometimes it takes a second to find these in the book and that's kind of frustrating. Uh, getting close, there it is. Air Guardian, it's on page 92. And it says, change the way you think and you will change your whole reality. Okay, my computer computer's liking to make a bunch of noise right now too. I see, I do see that, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do something here. Give me a second, guys. Something wants to say, oh, it's 443. Okay, that's why. I was trying to figure out why is my computer being uh, so goofy right now, and it's because there's an angel number. Something's trying to come through right now. 443, guys, is an angel number um, right now. Let's look that up because there's something really wanting to. uh Oh, my goodness. Sorry. uh, Let me get this to go away. It's wanting to... There we go. All right. We should be good now, hopefully. Sorry. A little bit of technical difficulties. I have to have some at least every episode, don't we? Uh, 443 was the angel number that came through there, guys. So if you want to look it up on your own, you can do that as well. Um, But I will look this one up as well. Uh, What do we got here? (laughs) Uh, It says... Angel number 443 asks that you acknowledge the determination, patience, discipline, and hard work you have put into your endeavors in the past, and know that they will have long-term benefits and rewards for yourself and your loved ones. I don't know why I said that so weird. Take heart that your will and efforts have been well worth your while, and your angels encourage you to keep up the great work you have been doing. It's It's a message from your angels that the creativity and joy you have injected into your work and daily life have brought about positive energies, making things go smoothly for you in your life. So this is a, this is a message of, of, of upliftment and encouragement. And I think if we focus on kind of the cards that we had today, there was, you know, you feeling maybe like you, that eight of, or that nine of wands energy, like maybe you feeling a little beat up and you've put in a lot and you've, you've put in a lot of effort and you're not really seeing, um, you're kind of maybe feeling like you have to put in a lot of effort to protect what you've created and you're not getting a return back from, from it like you should, or there's something like that. And, uh, you know, the angels are telling you like, keep up the good work you're doing just fine you know like don't get down just because the message may feel a little negative or may feel like you are in a negative spot like that doesn't like i said like yesterday or the 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 previous episode if you're feeling that go back and listen to the previous one like you're you're exactly where you're supposed to be right air guardian he says the air guardian card represents the angels of the air element Traditionally air is all about thoughts thinking and everything that's happening in the mind So these angels can help you to overcome any thoughts that have come back to haunt you from the past and to see the world more clearly So haunt you right so we there's definitely something going on in the dreams guys You're having a lot of recurring themes maybe you're thinking about a certain situation or something's coming up from the past You know, there's something that's really taxing you mentally at night uh, And it, it you need to focus on it ch- change your perspective there um, I have a feeling that it's something around not wanting to look at it, at the truth of whatever the situation is. Uh, They're guiding you to change the way you think about certain situations, right? There you go. As this could be standing between you and greatness. The extended message is, and greatness in this context would be your creativity. When this card arises, it's an opportunity to learn about your way of thinking. You're being guided to recognize that not all you see is exactly the way you see it. Sometimes the mind can play games, and sometimes our perceptions can be wrong. I've learned that the hard way. I'm sure many of you have as well. <laughs> if you are being challenged or feel that there's a lack of clarity and direction in your life at the moment, there's a good chance the way you're thinking or what you're focusing on has a lot to do with that reality. Remember, your mind is very powerful, right? And what you focus your attention on and what you speak about is kind of its your wand. you know and you you manifest that way so um, be careful when you're in these pits not to go and attack other people or yourself or the world because um, what you'll cause like i said last episode is a spiral that'll just make it much worse and that pit goes deeper it always goes deeper you know until you stand up it's a bottomless pit until you stand up you're being guided to open your eyes and your mind Go beyond any limits you have set for yourself and recognize that the way you see the world is how you will experience the world. Yes. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry, my nose is a little itchy, guys. Um, You don't have to feel alone wherever you're at. If obviously you're feeling down, don't feel bad because you feel down. Gosh, it's like that uh, morality message I was talking about. We do so much more harm to ourselves just by judging each other you know, by applying morality outwardly, uh, then any kind of harm, I think, um, is that we do more harm than good. You know, we don't save anybody by doing that. So be, be gentle with yourself. Opportunities are moving in your direction, but they will only open up for you if you are ready to do the internal work, to support them. The internal work is this, is that, you know, is that a um, shadow work. looking at your inner child following the insecurities um following the rabbit down the rabbit hole uh it can be scary but you know it's a wonderland alice goes it's a wonderland right it's also about dreaming so there's a lot a lot of synchronicity around dreaming and following you know your intuition 448 a lot of synchronicities right now so uh that's what i got for the tarot today guys um you know the air guardian you know i also get this message just believe in yourself just believe in yourself you may say like oh that's you sounds easy just believe in yourself well some of the simplest concepts are the hardest ones to implement right it's the truth I believe in you truly you can do it sometimes all you need is just one other person in this world that believes that what you believe in can become a reality and I know it can I know it can it's it's a matter of you making it happen than anybody outside of you you just got to recognize that so um that being said creativity right guys um why is it so important let me take a drink here i have some throwing my shaman stones around too i have a just also I have, this might be a synchronicity anybody likes poo anybody like poo i'm drinking out of a uh oh it's weird everything's flipped when you hang in the camera poo looks mad whoa look at that poo looks very angry he looks upset somebody's taken his honeypot what the hell. Okay. Um I'm drinking some chai tea. It's good. It clears the throat, right? Now. Um I haven't always been into chai tea, but it, for some reason it's doing it for me right now. Right. Got to have my shaman stone. Oh, the camera tried to find me. Okay. Yes, guys, creativity. Um, So there's a lot of different ways you can express yourself. And uh, oftentimes people um, will act if you ask them, you know, what they, how, um, you know, if they're creative, they'll say, no, you know, I'm not creative. Um, But it's almost never true. It's so, it's so surprising when you take somebody, um, like for instance, to, uh, karaoke is a good example of this. Um, You can find many times that you go to karaoke, there's a lot of people that have extremely good voices, people people good voices are much more common than people like to recognize people are just very self-conscious um singing is also a it's a talent but it's also a skill so you can learn those things and and you can become a better singer um there's things like that there's art in general is that way you know people can be talented but just like sports you know you you can get better uh, at creative expression um and the best thing about art itself is there is no right and wrong. There is no objective better. You know, you can have a LeBron James in basketball, and you can have kind of you know whatever the opposite of that would be. I'm not necessarily a basketball guy, right? But um, but in art, it's different. You don't compare Salvador Dali to Picasso in that way. You know, they're just they're them. You know, same same way you, you could you could say you know who's the better artist, Metallica or uh, or the eagles right and it's like well fuck there's It's like it's a hard one you know it depends on your taste i guess right the, the best is an objective thing that doesn't necessarily or a, or a subjective thing that doesn't necessarily really ever have an objective side to it so um that being said there's a safety in your expression that you can realize if you're feeling nervous about how to express yourself or whether you should um whatever your idea of creativity is, is true. You know, uh, you don't have to pretend like there's, um, like you're, (laughs) you don't have to hide it from yourself. You don't have to pretend like everybody else is better at it than you. And then sit down and watch TV or watch a movie and see the thing that you're meant to do on the screen while you feel this itching inside, you know, it's like, that's that's, that's everybody has their own version of that and and, and, and that that's the, the feeling you follow you know start to write start to journal my version of it is music guys in this right my original version of it was this I'm just making a podcast and talking to myself um, and that's one way I like to express myself right um, but another way I like to express myself is through music. And so uh, that's one of the ways I'd kind of like to show you right now. If I can find um, the music here, I think it'll be kind of interesting to show you. Uh, so I've worked on this project for a while now. Um, and it's, um, it's just, you know, I, I've always played music since I was a kid. Uh, but that was one of the things that, and I've always been, you know, really talented, naturally. It's one of the things I was talented at. I always picked up instruments and things very easily. Uh, I was in a band when I was younger, you know, we played some uh, talent shows and dances and things like that. So I had this affinity for music from a very young age, but as I got older, I realized that I wasn't something that I uh, could it was very daunting trying to figure out how I could make money, how I could, you know, have the other things I definitely wanted, like a family, you know, and, and st- stability and these kind of things. If I was going to be a musician, a starving artist. And so, um, I made a choice, you know, and I, I turned away from it, uh, and I, I ran away from it for about 10 years, or over 10 years. And around that time, I, you know, I, 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 experienced so much negativity in my life. I got so down on myself, you know, I got suicidal at times, you know, I, I lost my mind. I've, 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 you know, it's serious guys, it not, not expressing yourself. Creativity is a very serious thing. It, it can cause this kind of pain inside of you that can really be life, life threatening. So these messages are important, you know, um, it, there's a way in which we've devalued art and made it a weak thing, you know, uh, it made it because it's, you know, more of a representation of the divine feminine, that kind of expression, we've turned it into this weak thing where there's nothing weak about the divine feminine or femininity in general, nothing weak about that. There's a strength that you can see in vulnerability that is very hard to imitate any other way. You know, there's a strength that you can see in creativity and passion, um, and self-expression that you can't you know, imitate in any other way. And that's what's uh, necessary here. So let me, um, let me see what I can do here and see if I can uh, maybe find this because we're about to end the show. I want to play this kind of at the end here for you guys and see if you enjoy it. Um, so i I've, I've worked on a bunch of different things, right? I, I play the piano, I play the guitar, I, I play the saxophone, I sing, I um, play a little drums, you know, and I do some digital music. And that's kind of what I've been messing around with and trying to create my own stuff. I'm d- d- eventually going to do some my own background music. Um, the stuff that you hear right now, I want to do all of my own stuff. Right now, just a shout out, Kevin MacLeod is the person that produces all of the music in the background. Um, It's all Creative Commons licensing, so he produces this all for free. And uh, all of his information is in the show notes every episode. So if you want to know anything about any of the songs, they're all in order. Please go and visit him. Um, He does everything on a donation basis. I wouldn't be able to do any of this without him. And I've never shouted him out. So I really appreciate uh, Kevin MacLeod. Go to encompetech.com. Check out his stuff. Um, Really good stuff for any of your creative endeavors. And uh, like I said, Support them when you can, because um, this 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 artistic community needs to we need to stick together, right? Um, so here, let me look at uh, see if I can find um, my song here. I'm going to open it. But I believe I titled it "Love." So this is a song that's based on a chord progression. It's very simple that I've been using and playing since I was about 12. Um, and I was uh, when I was about 12 or 13, I took some piano lessons and. When I was doing that, I realized that I really, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to jam, you know, I like to just like sit there and play. And as I started to do that more, I started to come up with my own, you know, chord progressions, my own songs. And I wrote this one song that I don't know if I'll play today, but I'll play in one of the episodes for you guys. Um, that's fairly simple, but it's, it's been kind of the first song I ever wrote. And ever since then, I've kind of liked to do that, like to write music. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to get into creatively producing music along with this, you know? Um, so I'm doing this um, to kind of demonstrate or show you guys some of the things that aren't polished of mine, that aren't necessarily finished products, but are just, you know, in the stage of me developing that expression. Uh, why? Because it's important to show that vulnerability. It's important to recognize it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not have something perfect and to show it to somebody. You know what I mean? It's okay uh, to express yourself in whatever way um, you feel is necessary. Um, granted, as long as you're not harming anybody else or yourself. So... Um, That being said, I think uh, I just want to play this for you guys. Again, it's not a finished product, um, but it's something that, you know, I've uh, I enjoyed making and I think you guys might enjoy it as well. So let's see what we got here. Let me see if I can um, move it over. I don't know if this is the right one. Let me see. No, this is not the right one. Let me let me find. Hello guys. Sorry. Welcome back. Um, we had a little technical difficulties there, but I'm going to get you, uh, the song here. Um, I had to pause the pot, the podcast. There's going to be a little bit of a break there in between, um, in the video It'll look a little funky on the video, but it's okay. Uh, anyway, the song didn't come out right. Cause I had it in Ableton, the development software that I usually use. So, uh, it was at a different, <laughs> anyway, it wasn't settings weren't right. So I had to download it as an MP3 and put it in the, uh, the podcast here, but I'm going to end on that song. Uh, It's a couple minutes long. Um, It repeats a little bit. And like I said, it's very rough, but I really hope you enjoy it. This is my version. Uh, This is my current creativity. Uh, This is my expression. So um, what's yours guys. And I'm going to leave the podcast on that. Lots of love. Bye Bye.